0: Bill, good morning how are you
1: good morning how's it going
0: great was was that as satisfying a win as you as this team has had in a long time yesterday
1: uh yeah well it's a good win always good to win um yeah it's good to win a division game and um yeah definitely good to win
0: um I'm uh, assuming that you look at uh at that punt return and that is uh one of the reasons why you why you drafted Jones. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, Marcus, you know, contributed for us on defense and in the kicking game, and um, that was an explosive play on the punt return. Um, he's also, you know, doing a kickoff returns for us as well. So you know, he's done a good job returning the ball and, and working into some playing time as well on defense.
2: Bill, did uh, the weather factor in any yesterday into maybe the way that you guys threw the football, especially in the red zone?
1: I think there was a little bit of effect in the in the game, uh, in the passing game on the wind, it affected the kicking game more, but, um, you yeah, know, there was some effect in the passing game as well. But, you know, I think our bigger problems in the red area were just, obviously too many negative plays. You know, weren't able to take advantage of our scoring opportunities, even though we, we were down there and just you know, didn't, didn't come away with enough production.
0: When the, Bill, we have, we obviously talk about that a lot here. Uh what, what, it, what when you diagnose that, is that, is that a Mac issue? Is that a play calling issue? Like what kind of, what, what's your take on that when it get, when it comes to the red zone issues?
1: Well, I mean, in general, I thought that, you know, we, we had decent production in the passing game and we were able to throw the ball, but we had too many plays where we were under pressure. And then there were too many plays where we were in long yardage situations. And even though we completed it, it was, didn't really have a chance to to stay on the field. So uh, penalties and negative plays are just, we have to to do a better job of eliminating those. Bill, you told us about how talented uh, Zach Wilson was last week and looking at his stat line and watching the game yesterday, how impressed were you that the defense was as prepared as they were to be able to contain him? Yeah, again, yeah, they did a great job. And, uh, you know, it's really team defense trying to, uh, you know, contain Zach Wilson and the running game and, and their skill players. And they have a good group of receivers and uh, tight ends. Obviously, we were very productive against us in the first game. Uh, but, yeah, defensively, we were we were able to play good complementary football um, at all three levels on the line, at linebacker and in the secondary. And, you know, they, they had a great day for us yesterday.
2: Bill, at the end of the game, was your mindset uh, to force them into punting the football because it was about a 50 seconds to go and you weren't calling a timeout and it seemed like uh, the Jets weren't calling a timeout and they kind of wasted about 20 seconds before they ultimately did. Was it your mindset to force them into punting or play for overtime?
1: Uh, well, we definitely knew that that we were going to have a chance to um, to get the ball back on some kind of punt play, there um, it's really a question is whether to rush it or return it, and um, you know ultimately we we elected to return it, and you know got a good good start on the play with um, you know blocking Hardy the Gunner on that side, and then we got a couple key blocks from um, you know, Schooler, Webb, um, Jennings, and uh, you know, and then uh, finally at the end there on on uh for Mac Wilson as as uh Marcus was going in to score. But yeah, we considered both both options there and and uh ultimately went with the return over the rush.
2: Bill, the, the other thing that I was thinking about, because you had brought you had spoke about this a little bit, like some of the negative plays, especially in the red zone. As you kind of break down the film, is there like you know, a couple of things that are maybe contributing to some of those negative plays that you, you know, try to figure out. Maybe here's what the issues that's leading to the negative plays.
1: Uh, they're pretty much all different. Um, you know, from the penalties to the to the negative plays to the you know missed opportunities. There were. You know, things that happened when you saw the plays or things that happened in different areas that were just totally, you know, unrelated from each other. So it's just going to collectively, we, we just have to do a better job.
0: Bill, I, I lose my glasses all the time, so I can relate. Uh, But did you momentarily lose the challenge flag in the first quarter there? That's what it looked like.
1: Well, as we looked at the play, it just didn't look like there was, you know, a, you know, worth the challenge, and B, that we would be able to overturn it anyway. So, just wasn't, wasn't called a tip, so it would have had to. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if it was there or not. So, in the end, I didn't think it was worth it.
0: It just looked like it. I looked like it had been misplaced or something. That's all.
1: Oh uh, man, as I was. Reaching forward, kind of got another look the play and got to look at it from upstairs and just didn't, just didn't seem like it was working. B- Bill, I know that you said yesterday that uh, not starting Trent Brown was a coaching decision. Did that come yesterday or, or earlier in the week? Uh, it doesn't really matter.
2: Bill, y- you look at the defensively what you were able to do with the Jets. I mean, you only held them to six first downs, which is pretty impressive. Uh, you talk about the team defense, but can you talk a little bit about what your front seven's been able to do, obviously, with guys like Judon, uh, Diedrich Wise? Uh, talk about how, in, you know, when you figure out in, how important it is to have a front seven that makes things easier on the back end. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Again, it, it all works together, so the, the play of the defensive line helps to play of the secondary, and the play of the secondary... You know, helps the defensive line uh by you know, giving good perimeter run force and, and um you know playing good pass defense and forcing the quarterback to hold the ball a little bit longer because you when know, coverage is tighter and you know, play has to extend a little bit. So um of course linebackers are involved in on in both of those areas, either going forward or going backwards, depending on what that play it is. So again it's it's really team defense. It's it's you know, can't single out one guy, one guy can't, can't stop an offense. Uh, but each guy can, can play well and, and uh, take care of his area of responsibility and force the, the offense or the, or the quarterback to go somewhere else on the play. And then if somebody else is winning their matchup, then that's, you know, that takes that away and, and it goes somewhere else, but just needs good, good team defense across the board. Again, the Jets have a good good skill group. Um, and so that was a, you know, a big challenge for us. But I mean, again, those guys played, played 60 minutes of, you know, great football defensively. So, um, it was a a terrific effort by the coaches and the staff.
0: Bill update on David Andrews and, uh, with the offensive line struggling a little bit, how big of a loss would
1: that be? i will love to see how that goes. You know, players haven't haven't gotten in yet. They uh, you don't know, come in until a little bit later on this morning. So um, we'll see where things are at that point. Bill, obviously coming off a tough one for the Vikings, but when you look at Kirk Cousins and Minnesota this season, they've been able to put a, a lot of points on the board. How difficult is Kirk Cousins to go up against? Yeah, Kirk's a really good player. Um, He's had tremendous production throughout his career. Um, and, you know, Couple of different teams and and a lot of different players, and so he's he's really good at managing the game on the line of scrimmage um, and handling um, you know all the situations the quarterback has to handle. He's very accurate um, on all three levels, short, intermediate, and deep. He's very athletic. He's quick in the pocket. He can avoid the rush, and if he has to run, he can you know he can run and pick up some key first downs. But you know he's a very very good thrower smart player, a very smart player, and you know, he's he's very challenging to, to go up against. Um, again, with a really good group of skilled players, I mean, Cook's, you know, probably one of you know top two or three backs in the league in terms of production, total yards and scrimmage when I mean, he had his production in the passing game, and then obviously Hawkinson, who they just got a tight end, and then, you know, the receivers, of, of Jefferson has had as much production since he's been in the league as as any receiver ever has. And, um, you know, Thielen and Osborne. So they are they got a lot of good players. And and uh, But really, it's Cousins that, that orchestrates it all. And you know, he's be a big challenge for us. He's a really good player. Bill, over the bye week and after yesterday, has there been any thought to changing up the play calling system from the outside? It, it just doesn't appear to be clicking with Mac uh, in the offense. Yeah, well, we we have to do a better job of of the things that that we are doing and, and, uh, you know, we've identified what those are and we just haven't, just got to do a better job of, you know, performing those, but yeah, always trying to look to, you know, improve however we can and we'll continue to do that as we go through events that we do every week. So try to put together the best thing we can here to go against the Vikings and worry about next week, next week.
2: Bill, once again, you're playing, uh, against the coach and Kevin O'Connell who, you know, spent some time with you guys. Uh, what's your expectations as far as what he might bring to the table? I know he's been really successful, uh, coaching this Minnesota Viking team. And did you see that in him when he was here, uh, for that short period of time?
1: Right. Well, I mean, the time that he was here was a pretty long time ago. I don't don't know how much effect that will have on the game, but, um, yeah, again, we, we liked Kevin a lot, um, and you know, drafting him high and um, you know, very smart player, um, you know, was always really good with all the um, understanding things that we were doing, passing game, you know, line of scrimmage checks, managing the team, running the offense, things like that. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that he's he's adapted well to the to coaching and to coaching quarterbacks and, and, uh, you know, being part of productive offenses. So, he's he's done a great job and, you know, he he obviously did that, you know, last year with the Rams, last couple of years with the Rams and and has been successful at the places he's been and has moved up quickly. And yeah, I can see why he's certainly done a great job this year. You know, they've been on a bunch of close games and, and won all the close ones. So manage the team well and manage those games well. Um, so, yeah, it's a big challenge for us against, you know, their offense, their defense, their kicking game. Um, lots to get ready for in a short week. Um, but that's, you know, that's Thanksgiving football. So, you know, we'll in a couple of days, good days here and go out there and be ready to go.
0: Bill, over the, the many years that you've done this, you've had to console players after a, a loss, certainly. Uh, you probably don't know, but uh, unfortunately, your guy Wiggy uh, was not successful in the catch-off against uh, Christian Fourier. You had mentioned on the show that he had arguably the best hands you would ever seen. Uh, any words of wisdom when it comes to Wiggy after that uh, somewhat embarrassing public loss last week?
1: <laughs> no. no, Wiggy's pretty confident. It would be hard to break his confidence. I'm sure he'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, I, I mean, his
2: wife, his kids were there. It was for his charity. So, you know, wanted to make sure he went home he with a smile. I
1: mean, uh, there we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so what And what do you do? You know me. I'm a food guy. What do you do about Thanksgiving? Do you do Thanksgiving on Wednesday? Do you push it to Friday, Saturday? Well, how does that work when you're playing on Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, we'll have to take a look at the schedule here and, you know, We'll be able to do it Thursday, but yeah, hopefully, so we will figure something out. Um, I'm not sure exactly where we are on that one yet, but we'll, we'll figure something out.
0: Well, listen, I'll be over on the island if you want to throw me an invite on Friday or Saturday, okay. I'll be happy to stop by the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it'd be tough to, tough to get over there with uh, the, you know, turn around and playing again on Thursday here, yeah. so yeah. So, yeah. Busy, busy few days for us, but um, you know, we're looking forward to it. And uh, you know, a big challenge coming up this week with you know, Minnesota game that we haven't played in in a while, uh, but we know how good they are and how much respect we have for you know, Coach O'Connell, his staff, and, uh, you know, Coach Donatel. I mean, they, they do a great job defensively, too. You got a lot of really good players, so um, yep, time to time to turn the page here and and uh, move on, be ready to go.
0: So that's a hard no on coming by the house. I won't be there. (laughs) All right, Phil, we'll let you get back to work and we'll talk to you again on Monday, all right?
1: All right, sounds good. Have a good week.
0: All right, there you have it. All right, happy Thanksgiving. There's Bill Belichick.